Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Thank Where you. are your grandparents uh, from? Mexico. Okay, yeah. so are you Mexican? Yes. Okay. See, because this term Hispanic is Hispanic. Hit spit. Oh, I never even paid yeah, attention. This is what your friend told me. He said, "Don't call me." He said, "Cause it sounds too much like his spit." Episode yeah. 168. You know, I'm Anthony Roberts, host of The Reality Is Where Filter Becomes Extinct. We got a house full of people here today. Shout out to Mike Zavala, man, for running the board today. We do appreciate that. Got the homeboy Frank in here, Chastity. They running the cameras. Have the lovely Dr. Safisha Hill yeah. from the University <laughs> of Texas at Arlington, professor of African American Studies. Got the homie Chris Petrie yes. in here. He's a mentor here. Yes. Uh, what? Tell him, tell him what you do. Um, as far as the mentoring and everything, as far as giving back to the community? Uh, most definitely, man. Um, I really just go around talking to high school students, yeah. um, middle school, uh, really all ages, college, just just helping young men of color, not just African-Americans, Hispanics, yeah. uh, Latinos, uh, just to, you know, give them advice about life, uh, how the day-to-day struggles, my struggles uh-huh. in, entering college, uh, my struggles, uh, you know, doing grad school, yeah. my, my struggles with, with, with everything in life, man. It's just, um, just, just, just in, you know, just enjoying college life, just, just being a mentor as well, just educating young men of, of color, man. Just, that's, that's what I do most definitely every, gotcha. every day. And you brought in your lovely friend, if I yeah, get your yeah, name yeah. again. Dia. Dia. Dia, Dia. And where are you from? I'm from New Orleans. New Orleans. Okay. So Chris is from New Orleans. Yeah. Dia's from New Orleans. Yes, yes. yes. Dr. Hill, how have you been? I've been wonderful. How have you been, my brother? I'm doing good. I'm trying to I'm trying to carry out everything that you taught me when I was in school, you know, getting them lessons, man. Well. So I brought you guys in today because I know me and Chris had been talking a couple of times. We were talking about trying to work out something to get him on the podcast. We wanted to talk about a lot of things that are going on in the community. Black History Month is coming up. And I know <clears throat> this is something that's very near and dear to your heart, Dr. Hill. Um, one of the things that I know me and <clears throat> excuse me, I'm trying to I'm fighting the cold first off. But one of the things me and Chris was talking about was the state of the black community and black Americans. And he was asking me one time, he was like, who are we as black people? And it made me think about the episode me and you did where you was like knowing who and whose you are. So with that question being posed to me by him, I wanted you to explain from your perspective, who do you think we are as black Americans from your perspective? Okay. Thank you. First of all, greetings, everyone. I think that first we need to know who we are. We are Africans in America. Mm-hmm. We were bought here against our will. We were enslaved, chattel enslavement for over 300 years. We have lost our black mind. Mm-hmm. We don't know who we are. We don't know whose we are. We worship images that look nothing like us. And we whisper white people when we in the hood. Because yeah. we've been conditioned to bow down to something that does not represent us. So we are lost people here. Uh, We are slowly reclaiming our black minds. And as we do so, we become bold and we begin to speak out about what we need. We begin to study to show ourselves approved. So where do you think that comes from though? You said that we're starting now. I feel like we are too. I mean, not just from television because you see it on television, but I think just in every day to day life, like I know personally, I can tell like, even like Chris, like the way he reached out to me, it's more of a brotherhood when I interact or connect with other black men as opposed to we didn't really used to talk or it was like a mean mug. You couldn't shake hands. You couldn't speak. Why do you think we are starting to kind of get back to that? Well, because the time is, is now for us to wake up. Okay. Uh, we've been slapped in the face a number of times. And, you know, when someone is unconscious, you know, in order to get them back conscious, sometimes you got to pour cold water on their face. Yeah. And we've had water thrown in our face a number of times. And so we are slowly waking up. And, you know, this thing that I call tell live vision. Yeah. Most people call it television. Well, it's telling the live visually because 
if we pay attention to tell our vision, it tells us that we ain't uh, sugar honey iced tea. Yeah. And it tells us that we really have no place in this society unless we assimilate and give up who and whose we are. And I think that what we have to do is I think we're at a time where we're beginning to realize our greatness. Yeah. Now, the, the, I'll ask Chris this question. Who do you feel <laughs> like you are as a black person? Since you, I mean, because you posed it to me. So if when you look at yourself in the mirror and you look at yourself in today's society as a black man, how do you view yourself? Oh, man. Excellence. I mean, greatness. Um, I... You know, not to not to get down on my elders. Doctor Hill knows me and how strong I am, opinionated <laughs> about us. Um, I think we, to be honest, you know, looking at the psychology of it, I think we are really ancient people of this world. Yeah. You know, like we're black people touched the world all over before there were, you know, uh, when I say Caucasian people existed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, me as a black man, I, I presented myself as greatness. I look at myself as greatness, and I want all my other brothers to look at themselves as greatness. Of kings, yeah, we all kings, okay. not just one person. One person, yeah. Yeah. we're all kings. We all the son of, uh, you know, the creator. So yeah. that's how I feel about just me looking myself in the mirror and and waking up every day to work hard. Not it's not my, my life is not about me. Yeah, it's about my brothers next to me, the people around me. Um, uplifting my folks too yeah you know that's what's more important to me than anything to be honest yeah and i'm willing uh not to get all uh hyper or anything like that i mean i'm i'm me i'm i really i i would say i could put myself on the line to you know for my people yeah you know that's that's how i feel every day when i wake up it's like what i can do next to uplift my people to make their minds grow to to uh energize them to to do better to look at life different you know yeah. travel the world you know, I've been all, well, mostly all the, well, 50% all over the world, yeah. but uh, just to travel the world and just look at themselves differently because when you go, when you outside of this realm of America, man, we, we're we not looked at as like, the same. yeah, black people, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like a black Americans yeah. or, or even African Americans. Now, I got a question. Before I, but I'm going to get to Dia because I want, I want you to answer that question, but when you were saying you want to be viewed a certain way or you want people and everybody to see you as, you know, us as kings and so on and so forth, it made me think of a question I had for Dr. Hill. It's kind of like Michael Jordan, when they compare LeBron to Jordan, they never want to say LeBron is better than Jordan because he was before him. He was like the goat before him. It's like it can't be another. How do we do and how do we praise and give praise and acknowledge those people like Chris Petrie and other philanthropists and activists that are out there now and that have been out there the last 20 years? Because it's like we have Black History Month and it's always Jesse Owens, Martin Luther King. So on, like it's never really like the local people or the people who've been who picked who when they died, the baton had to get passed to somebody. Mm -hmm. So how are we acknowledging or how should we go about acknowledging our here and our heroes? Because it's almost like we never can compare anybody to them, because after Dr. Martin Luther King, it's like you hear about Al Sharpton, Jesse Jackson. Then you hear about all the scandal. So how do we start to acknowledge activists and philanthropists and black mentors who are doing it right now? Yeah, I'm at. Yeah, we <laughs> have to know who we are first. We don't know. Yeah. Because we keep relying on tell our vision to tell us <laughs> who we are. We allow other folk who are not our folk to choose our leaders. Because mm -hmm. I don't remember a national black vote yeah. that said Al Sharpton was our, our, our leader. I missed that completely. Yeah. But somebody said, well, Al Sharpton is a black leader win. Yeah. Who, uh, Jesse Jackson. Who, yeah. who voted them because right. there was not a national black vote. And I say we are our leaders, yeah. and we have to acknowledge what we do yeah. in our communities. And in every black community, we must acknowledge what we do because we're there locally. Yeah. And if we don't know, we need to find out. The big thing is that we are afraid of us, and I tell my, my students all the time, white folks got us scared of us. Yeah. We are scared of us. We are scared to acknowledge us. And see, we, like, we allow people to pimp Dr. King. Mm -hmm. He was not a dreamer. Yeah. Dreamers are not assassinated. And all we hear is, oh, I have a dream. We never even read the speech. Yeah. We don't know that he said no justice, no peace. Mm -hmm. We don't know he said it would be fatal to think if the, if think that uh, the, the Negro is, is just going to be quiet, that there will be a whirlwind or revolt. We don't read, yeah. so we don't know. Yeah. And we have these YouTube scholars who get on YouTube and Facebook and make <laughs> comments, and they're incorrect. Yeah. And we pass on false information because we're too lazy to, to do the research it. ourselves. That's true. Can I get an amen? Amen. <laughs> oh, man. And Dr. Hill, um, 
uh, the re- I mean, the, the intensive research that I, I do, you know, um, and, you know, just trying to just really read and, and really do intensive research, and it's, it's not easy. Yeah. It's really not easy, but it's fun and it's exciting to really, like, sit back and read all the information, all the books and all the knowledge that you can observe. And like she said, YouTube, I, I don't really, I don't even go on YouTube to yeah. even look for information because those, I mean, some once in a blue moon I do, yeah. but some of those guys are, they kind of like just throwing information out there, and some of them, some of them sometimes they do give real uh, references or you know rhetorical things that we could really think about. But nah, man, I mean it, you really have to dig in research and and really know our people yeah. or who we are. It's just not just you know Martin Luther King, Malcolm X. You're talking about Marcus Garvey, Noah yeah. Drew Ali, uh, um, uh, Mega Evans. It's, it's so many people that I could really name off the you know off the top of my dome. It's just it, all of us at one. You know Elijah Muhammad. Yeah. Um, Fareed Muhammad, you know, it just there's so many people that we can name, and you know, we have to just come together and 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 really just you know just really do our research and really understand our people as one. So, dear, it's up to you now. <laughs> what is it like being a black woman? I mean, we spoke from uh, he spoke from a black man perspective. For you, as your experience as a black woman, how do you view yourself as a black American? Um. Well, my experience is. Yeah, you got to come right Different. up. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, my father is West African. Okay. So growing up in America, um, dealing with the, my mother is an American and my father is African, then I'm African. Yeah. So that dynamic was different. And my siblings grew up in Germany. So their struggle was being German and black and finding their blackness. Yeah. So um, I have two daughters. And one of the things that I impose upon them um, is not just like you said, uh, researching and finding out about African Americans, but that's something that we do too. Yeah. But we look at Africans all over the world, and you know, artists, and visual artists, and designers, and anything that my daughters are into. If they're into fashion, I find black fashion designers. Yeah. If they're into photography, uh, we've seen Gordon Parks and things like that. Like I always the reference point for them always goes back to a black person. Yeah. And I joke with them about, you know, if we were still in Africa, then the rest of the world would be like in the dark ages yeah. because, you know. Oh, yeah, because we, we agree <laughs> in agriculture. That, and other things. Now, the, now, I can ask all of you this because this, this is a conversation that I have a lot of times where how, how hard is it to be pro-black? Because I would say that pretty much all of us in here yeah, are. I would love to answer that question. How is it to be pro-black but then still have, you know, relationships or friendships with people outside of your race? You know, because the reason I say that is because I feel like it's a fine line, in my opinion, meaning you don't I don't think you could be too pro-black. But I have had a podcast where I said you could be pro-black to a fault. What I mean by that is I love uplifting my people. I love helping people, everything else. But sometimes I do hear certain black people talking. It's a way where it's like you hate white people or you hate other races. And in my opinion, if you go that far left, what makes you different from the forefathers of white America that we always talk about? One of the things I explain uh, is even with Chris, we went to Tulane together Mm -hmm. and we were definitely (laughs) small minority. But um, (laughs) even growing up in New Orleans, you know, being privileged to go to private school and I always kind of found myself on a line in between yeah. um, both sides. And uh, even with Facebook, when a lot of things started happening and we socially became aware and started posting and retweeting, um, that conversation comes up a lot yeah. with my Caucasian friends. I have some that I love to yeah. death that I've grown up with forever. And the biggest thing that I impress upon them is that I don't have to hate you to love me. Exactly. That my pro-blackness is not in affront to anything that yeah. you have going on. And what I teach my kids isn't, you know, to diminish you, yeah. but that's to empower to us. Yeah. yeah, and if you understand that, then you shouldn't be offended by any yeah. of it. What you got to say, Chris? No, I'm going to let the ladies go first, Mr. Dr. <laughs> I'm, I'm a gentleman here, so I'll let the ladies go first. Every we day. are taught to love our enemies. We are taught to love our oppressors. Mm. And we are taught to apologize for being black. I don't do that. I, unlike most average people, I don't have any white friends. I was about to say, are you, do you have any white friends? That was my I next don't. question. I, I, I don't. I have white colleagues. Okay. But see, a friend is somebody who know your mama now. Yeah. Who hang out with you. I don't have that. Yeah. And, and <clears throat> I think that too often that black people are 
made to feel that there's something wrong with you if you love yourself. Yeah. Because we are told to forget all that black stuff, you to that black stuff. And even when I hear black people say, say it's too many black people, it's like, Negro, please. Yeah. And so, you know, <laughs> we are taught, and no other race of people are taught that to love your oppressor. But we are taught to forgive and forget, and we do this too often. And so, you know, I understand black people who hate white people. I mean, think of it this way. Look at what has happened to us historically. Mm -hmm. Because black elders, they might not say it out loud, but black elders don't like white folks. Mm -hmm. Because black elders are the ones who really went through some stuff that we can't even yeah, we can't fathom it. understand. Yeah. The things that they did to them, the things that they saw mm -hmm. growing up. Just think about what your grandmothers and your great-grandmothers saw mm -hmm. growing up as children. Yeah. Why should they not hate somebody who hates them? Yeah. We are taught to hate people who hate and despise and put us down. And it, and then, I mean, it, we are taught to love people, to, and it makes us seem like we're the bad yeah. guys. No, I think that, you know, first of all, we got to love ourselves. Yeah, I think we do have to love ourselves, but I think <clears throat> where it gets tricky is we love ourselves, we should fight for ourselves, and if somebody come, I, I'm a firm believer in eye for an eye if you come at me sideways. Like That's what the Old Testament says. When it comes to like race wars and stuff like that. I mean, not to be funny, Artesia called me the other day and she was on the phone at work and she was trying, she's a manager and she was trying to help this guy because the call had been escalated to her. Where she lived, uh, she works out in, is it, should I say, okay, I won't say the place. It's a prominent place in, in the Dallas area. Okay. So when she, when, when, when she took the call, the guy didn't like the information. She was giving her generic information that, not to be funny, if you go on the website and actually look, you can find it. Nothing against white people, but these privileged white motherfuckers, when they don't do nothing, they don't know how to do nothing, and when she told him the simple thing, he wanted her to walk her through it, and she was like, sir, if you just go to that page, it'll be there. He was like, you have to be the most worthless bitch I've ever known. When she told me that, I said, or is he in the office? Because my immediate mind was, I'm supposed to drive out there and I'm supposed to pound this motherfucker into the concrete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Good but man, then, good man. But then I said, and we both were mad, and I said, you know what? 2018, I'm all about positive energy. I said, let's bring it back. All right. Let's chill. Because, you know, I was like, I know you got his address. I know you got all his information. We can fuck this month. Because I've done some shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, so yeah, I was yeah. like. We just gonna bring it down. Yeah. Later on in the day, she called me back and she was like, "He can't." She was like, "I told my manager, Johnny," and she was like, "The guy ended up coming into the office." So she was like, "I heard him talking on the other side of the office. Found out it was him. She was able to say what she had to say to him, but he went to her manager, which is a white guy, and tried to badmouth her again. But she had already told Johnny, which is a she from what she says is a great manager. When he came in trying to talk sideways, he was able to be shut down. Mm -hmm. But for me, my mindset was like. I'm not a racist person, but I, person, but I know for me, it's only I can't watch too many racist movies because I don't know about y'all. Yeah, I hate black definitely. folks for at least 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that I hate white people, but I can't watch certain yeah. shit without feeling like yeah. I can slap every one yeah. of them definitely. that I see as I walk through here. So for me, I feel like I have to always remember on this side, I love myself, my mom, my black women, my sisters, my brothers, and whatever. But on this side, me personally, I do have white friends. But the thing about it is, I know the you know the the difference too. I know that there are those type of white people, and I know all people white people are not like that. But right. I don't go out being I'm unapologetically black. So right. if I go somewhere and you feel yeah, a certain way, yeah. that's fuck you, not yeah. me. Yeah. So, but you, yeah. I, I wanted you to speak on oh, that, yeah. the pro black thing. Yeah, um, man, um, I have white colleagues, white friends. Uh, I have white friends I love to death, man. Especially my brother Steven, man. Yeah. Um, I love him to death, and uh, he he actually has a black wife, you know. But he loved blackness so much too. I, I was like, bro, you my brother, dog. So yeah. we, uh, nah, man. I, I, the thing that I, 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 you know, I don't have no hate or dislike for anybody, yeah. no matter what. You know, they past may come about with them. But one thing I do really, I really, really hate is that when they take advantage of the system that's in place for them to overcome as that oppressor. Like they don't, they they use it and they be like, you know, uh, well. You know, I mean, it happens. That's what they say. Or oh, they just blow it off their shoulder, you know? Yeah. But that's the only thing that I hate that, you know, when I say Caucasians or white America or Anglo-Saxons use to... Mike, we may have somebody calling in. Go ahead. I'm, yeah. I'm good. But um, they, they use the system and just take advantage of it, you know? And and that's what I really, really don't like about it. But that's what I really hate when they, they know that it's wrong and they do see they? that... Huh? Do they? I mean... Uh, they do. They do, but but if... It's benefiting them. It's benefiting them. That's what it is. It's benefiting them. And so them. you can't 
get upset at somebody if it's benefiting them, they're going to do it. Our problem is that when we're in a, in a position, we don't take advantage of it. Right. I have seen black folks in positions where they can hire people. They will not hire anybody in this room. Right. They will look for a white gay person mm-hmm. to hire before they hire a black person. But if you're a Latino, you're going to bring in all your homies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but we yeah, don't yeah. do it. What's wrong with us? We lost our mind. Yeah. And I, I did an episode, I think it was episode 77 with Pluto Cash from New York, and I always talk about I felt like before I've changed my circle and I feel like the Obama years were good to all of us to a point of bringing us together some. I feel like a lot of black dudes and from my experience and a lot of black people with that is just trying to be the biggest dick in the room. I've been in situations where yeah, dudes want if he got a job where it's 120,000 and we got the same degree, same resume, he would leave me outside. So he's the only one having six figure salary driving a Mercedes and he'd rather me keep making 60 K. Right. I don't like that. But it's like, how do you change that? We have been, so many of us have been brainwashed. And some, but the the hardest part is some of these motherfuckers don't know they are brainwashed. It's it's like a person, it's like a person (laughs) that hates on people. And then they'll be like, man, these people are some whole ass. But it's like, no, you the hater. Drop squad. Yeah. What is that? What is that? Have you seen the film Drop Squad? Watch, Drop Squad. watch this film yeah, Drop, Drop, Drop Squad. What is it? What is, it what is that about? <laughs> what is, on, is it on uh, No, you can find it on YouTube. You can find it anywhere. It's basically how um, black people just tearing other black people down. Yeah. Basically. And, uh, how and it's called what again? Drop Squad. Drop Squad. They actually kidnap some yeah, Negroes yeah, they kidnap. and convert them to Africans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. What the hell y'all want? I got a van. <laughs> you know, you drive up. You know. Yeah, yeah, you uh, go. You yes. take them away and put them in a little little little, little black room, yeah, yeah. and you reprogram Program, them. Yeah, you reprogram their minds Y'all and stuff like that. Got a list of pro-black excellent films. Yeah, yeah, I mean, nah, I got shit. I got books. Movies, but you know the funny thing about it is people don't believe in this stuff, and it's like this shit is real. Yeah. When we was in uh, New York, it was a guy I've talked about on the podcast. This guy was telling us about things that are happening in the government, and he was talking about how that's like a drop space on the backside of the moon where people stop, like, you know, when you go on a road trip and you be in Arizona and it's like 30 miles of just road and then it's like a gas station out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. He said it's a spot like that in space. I got to say how hard is that to believe. I really, I don't know, because I don't believe that we landed on the moon anyway. I so don't either. Yeah, yeah, so I so don't it's so many, but the is. thing about it is, it's like, <laughs> how do we know the difference between conspiracy theories and oh yeah, I mean, and everything else? Because, I mean, everything that we're finding out, even if we go back and look at history, it's like, I'm, this is my issue with the Bible. Which one? Yeah, King James, uh, the White yeah. Bible, whichever one Which that they one? talking the about, the White Jesus one or the, the <laughs> yeah. King James one. But it's like those Bible. It's like a lot of that shit is contradictory, and then a lot of it yeah. is in third person. Where I'm like, well, if God was God, and who he talking to? I'm still trying to figure out where Peter Paul and them came, came from. from. Yeah, yeah, right. Where are they? And then, and, yeah, <laughs> we, I, I, you I'm know what? Hezekiah is definitely. We know where they were. Yeah. yeah. When did Peter Paul and them come? come I don't in? know. It's, and it's Call a lot of carbon un- copy. And then for me, I, in, my, in my mindset, it's kind of like if you have Jesus in the Bible, they say Jesus only spoke the words in red. That nigga didn't say much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't say much at all. And, and then if you think about God, it's like who created God? Like if you if, tighten if, your seatbelts, it's gonna get uncomfortable. I'm just saying, if you got, if you got it, <laughs> I'm God. Topic. <laughs> who made me? I'm God, and I made all of y'all. Well, who the hell made me? The yeah, goddess, goddess. I you knew. Yeah, I know, right? The, the black, goddess, the, the, you know, the, the, the black woman. <laughs> the right? goddess. To be honest, it's just a lot of shit where I be like, for me, as being you're thinking, black, man, you're like, like, like like Dave Chappelle said, being black is hard. It's very hard. I don't think it's hard. I think it's fun. It's fun. I wouldn't I trade it for. The, I wouldn't trade it for. I, the, I love. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I love talking to other races about other our thing and just to just to historically convince Hispanics that we're all the same people. Historically, that'd be blood. That'd be fucking. Yeah, yeah man. It probably be blowing their head. And and the Indians. They, I'm talking about from India. Yeah, the Javinigans. We are all the same people. Yeah. Maybe like. Huh? I, I don't know what you mean. They're like, nah, 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 man. Trust me. Let's, I'm about to show you some stuff. Yes. Yeah. And we are in all... my class. I say, look at people from Asia. Where do you get those wide nose and thick lips from? Mm-hmm. Africa. Because right. we travel, we travel, we travel. Yeah. Was it? Did we watch that in your class? Or I know I seen a documentary when I was at UTA, and it talked about like it was talking about black people being the original people. Actually, it was a white professor that showed me this in a biology class. Mm-hmm. But it was talk. I, I I don't know the name of the documentary, but it was basically talking about black people were the the original and then like you said as they spanned across time like when they Mm -hmm. got into hot areas like in southeast asia the eyes 
you know, lap down to block the sun. The genetics mm-hmm. change. Yeah, genetics, genetics change yeah, because yeah, after being there a hundred years, th- yeah, things yeah, started right. to change. Yeah. And then they talked about when other people, like when they went past Antarctica, you know what I'm saying? Like they became more pale yeah. as not to be funny. When the winter time comes, what niggas do? Exactly. Get lighter. Yeah, yeah. When the sun, <laughs> summertime comes, yes. we dark as fuck. Yes. And we got more energy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so. sisters, when you have that baby and that baby look like they white, because my child, I'm like, excuse me, nurse, but I looked at her ears. Yeah. I said, a little, I said that's okay, she is mine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's just it's little stuff, man, and it, it fucks you up. I know when we was in New Orleans one time, we was talking to this um, homeless guy, yeah. and his name was Flopa, and uh, this nigga's so crazy because I remember him. He was like, "What is you the reality of this podcast? All right, I'm gonna go to the library, and I'm gonna pull up on the computer and listen to it." I'm like, "This nigga ain't going to no library to listen to this podcast." <laughs> <laughs> but he was telling us about then. He was like in in uh, New Orleans, you know, he was like in the French Quarter. He was talking about. How, how the how the slaves and brothels used to be down there and the slave owners yeah, would come yeah, down yeah, and do yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, down here, you know, he was like, we got black people with red eyes. And I was like, fuck you mean, contacts, nigga? Yeah, and he told about some, no, I'm no, talking no, like, we got, we got lights. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, like, yeah, we yeah, got everything yeah, down yeah, here and it's black. Yeah. And I was just like, bro. And he was, and, and the whole time we but was there, we literally everything. was just talking to people yeah. on the street. We weren't talking to none of them regular folk. Yeah, hobos yeah, yeah. walking up, we talking to them. Because they know the city. He was telling us where to go eat. And everything. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> and shit is crazy. But yeah. for me, is, is it hard for y'all to, I know sometimes like with this platform, a lot of people be like, why don't you talk about more black stuff? You know, like uh, how, how to help each other, and, you know, black activism. And for me, it's like some days I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie. I, I just want to take a break. No, nah, never me, not me. Not we me. know always, how to help each other. Yeah. We just we do. don't. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. We know how. Yeah, Most of us have do. good home training. We most, may have lost it uh, along the way, but most of us have had it. Yeah. But we lost our minds, so you know we keep trying to be European yeah. instead of African. So yeah. I, got, I got, I got, I got y'all in here. Yeah. Let's talk about black love for a little bit. Can we do that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, how I do mean, we? We could like, talk about anything. How do we get back? How do we get? Like, it's it's coming back. How do we get back to like really just loving each other and respecting each other, men respecting women, and not to be funny, like black women trusting us enough to allow themselves to just fully mentally open up? Like, how do we get back to that? We love ourselves first. Yeah. We we find who we are, mm-hmm. and we love ourselves, and we have to look in the mirror and say, "Okay, uh, I'm beautiful. I'm so, God." But from your perspective, how do we get to that point of finding? that way back to loving yourself because you could say oh you got to love yourself but somebody on the other end listening saying well how do I get to that point so for you it's, if it's ever been a time in any of your lives where you felt like you know what I'm depressed or I don't like myself right now like how did you get back to that point you look at the qualities that you have mm-hmm. and you you know this is this exercise you know you you write down the things that you like about yourself and and the and the, and the things that you don't and yeah. then ask why don't I like these things mm-hmm. because you know for women who think that they can get this man and change him, his mom already raised him. Oh, he already a man. He already a man. He has to make a conscious effort to say, okay, I don't like this about myself. Let me work on it. It's work. Yeah. And we don't like the work. Yeah. It yeah. takes too much time. And so we just don't know what, whatever, but we got to work on ourselves. Yeah. I know um, for me, uh, unplugging is a key. Uh, especially, you know, when you go through just overload sometimes. Um, when you're on social media a lot, I mm. am for work and other things, and then you kind of get so full of other people's lives and things and experiences, and if you're not um, doing those things or you feel, you know, left out or you feel like you're not where you should be in life. I know a lot of people in their 30s struggle with that, um, you know, where they want to be versus where they are, and yeah. they kind of get stuck trying to figure out how to get, you know, where they want to be. But I think sometimes just unplugging and like reassessing, like she said, you know, like where you are and what is it that you want to change and kind of focusing on, on making changes daily, you know, to, to change that. We post a lot of stuff. We don't read a lot. That's true. (laughs) That's very true. (laughs) We buy books. We don't read. Yeah. I'm guilty of that sometimes. (laughs) So I think (laughs) the the doing is what kind of helps be, us be better yeah. you know even as a parent i'm harder on my kids especially my teenager to do the work yeah. but i have to remind myself to do the work too yeah, because yeah. as a parent they're watching mm-hmm. you know and they hold me accountable the little one yeah. the most she's eight <laughs> i have an eight-year-old and a 14-year-old but um i think that's so important because i did too yeah. with my mom 
I watched everything my mom did and um she was very uh it was very important to her to set a good example yeah. for me. Um her parents were uh not very educated. They were from the middle of nowhere in Mississippi and they moved to New Orleans and made a life for themselves and had a, a lot of kids and uh she was privileged to get a scholarship to go to private school and get education that her siblings didn't have. Yeah. So for her the onus was always on her to be responsible and teach her siblings like the sister was saying yeah. and share that knowledge and kind of make sure everybody was good and helping everybody get to where they want to be. And that's something that was instilled in me. Yeah. Um, and as a, a family person, but even with my friends, I do that. Like uh, if we're group texting, we're texting about credit, yeah. you know, what we're doing, how you fix your credit, what you're doing. I bought my mom a car for Christmas, you know, things like that. Like, we try to focus more on, and this is my circle and the people that I surround myself yeah. with is all like how to better ourselves and things that we can do to help ourselves, our kids, yeah. you know, um, that for me is how we move up as a people, because if I'm the only one with good credit <laughs> and buying cars yeah. and stuff, you know, yeah, and I'm yeah, looking at my friends yeah. and it's like, you know, that's not helping anybody. Yeah. But I think if mentally we change the idea that, I'm not good unless we're all, all good. good. Yeah. Yeah, then yeah, that's yeah, yeah, how yeah, it definitely. it gets there. And you know, when you see people that are are good and yeah. you're not, not to be afraid to say, "Hey, I've been struggling. Like, can you tell me that's what the you hardest did part. Or that's the hardest how part, I can get there?" Yeah. It is, but even in my own life, because people always looked at me as somebody that had it together, yeah. and I was struggling for a long time. Yeah. But when I finally got to the point where I was like, "Hey," need some help yeah good, people yeah. were there to, to say well what you need help with and you know how hard people always like to say people ain't there for me but if you're not willing to ask yeah, sure, and acknowledge yeah. in your own it's situation key. that Major you're key. in a shitty situation and you need help getting out of it yeah that's on you yeah, yeah. you know I, a prime example um people who've listened to the podcast know about like me and my brother we haven't talked in almost a year and you know one of the biggest things was he had a daughter well he has a daughter but he felt like when he had a kid he felt like it should have been everybody else's job to take care of the kid. Now, helping take care of, is that's different. This ain't the hood yeah, yeah, yeah. where you have a kid and you put that shit off on your parents. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think it's good to have a community to help raise families and help yeah, build yeah, and things yeah. like that. But the biggest thing, like we said, is acknowledging and looking at ourselves and saying, I need help. I made a mistake. I bit off more than I can chew. Right. How do I get out of this? And not to be funny, when you ask for help, be ready to listen to whatever lecture somebody right. got to give you <laughs> before they give you their money, their time, right. or their assistance. Right. Yeah, Shut the fuck up, and right. just listen, nigga, right, right, yeah. and listen. <laughs> well, my my point of view of of black love, man, it, it's about unity, man. Yes. It's about both of us as a woman and man to come together and not just be uh, friends or not just be boyfriend and girlfriend, and you know to grow as a husband, wife, partnership, uh, a best friend. You know, that's what I think we should get back to doing is really loving each other and still and being um a mentor in the community, you know, just 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 being out there, just telling people, look, man, this is what you see on television, these music videos and how they treat it. women. That's not that's it. That's not man. it. That's not it at and half all. These niggas and got married. They married with degrees. It, yeah. But they making that they tap dancing for that dollar. Yeah, man. And I'm just like, you know, and I, I and, and then when I my friends, they be coming to New Orleans and they be like, man, you know, let's go to the strip club. And I'd be like, nah, bro, we're nah. not we not going there, man. Yeah. We not we not doing that, man. Yeah. Let's, let's let's go to we, we can go to the club and just that it, bro. Man, but I'm not gonna see women like that, yeah. man. We, now, I don't like strip clubs either. Yeah, people yeah. think I'm crazy. And I'd be like, bro, I don't people be wanting to go, I'd be like, nah, that ain't my scene, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't I, it, I I've had homegirls who've done that for Literally, college tuition. Yeah, college yeah, tuition yeah. and stuff. So it's like I respect the people who have reasons why they do it. <laughs> yeah. But like I can't like I it's just like that blow up doll shit or these these sex toys. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, come on, that's for some new nigga type shit. Like yeah, I, yeah. I, I ain't gonna have no doll. Yeah, they we got full blow up dolls. Wait, so you never been <laughs> the to the niggas strip anybody club? who's ignorant and crazy. Yeah, it's just, I tell people all the time, white folks can be a nigga too. I call white folks nigga yes. all the time. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. What's that what's his name that uh, made that song called White Nigga? Uh, the African guy, Jadena. Yeah, he got a song. It's called White Nigga. Oh, wow, and he basically, wow. like, the way I'll, that's actually going to be the theme of this podcast, song of the podcast. <laughs> Literally, it, he talks about oh, it and he basically God, flips man. the verse. Like, he talks about, you know, white folks important, like, what they like, like Pilates and dogs and wine. But, like, he talks about their drug addiction 
Like you know how they have mm-hmm. rap songs where yeah. like the police beating on the door and it's like flush the shit down the toilet. Right. You know they got it like the police knocking on the door and they like hey baby get rid of the cocaine but it's white people. Right. And it's like y'all niggas too. Y'all can do the same shit. Y'all <laughs> may have created a word with an er. Uh-huh. Nigga, you are a nigga too. <laughs> you too can be a nigga. Let me pass it to Mike, man. Mike, what is, I just want to ask you a quick question. So I, it's a room full of black people. Now I'm in sweating. Here. <laughs> it's a room full of black people in here. What is your nationality? I'm Hispanic. You're Hispanic? So, yeah. And see, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy because I, I wouldn't have said Hispanic. I probably would have said like Persian or right. yeah. something. Now, something if, like I, if I went to go DNA and me or whatever, one, two, and three, whatever it's called, <laughs> and got my DNA, it'd probably yeah. be something different. But, <laughs> with you, bro, that, yeah. That's fake. That's what fake. Does I'm sure it is. Hispanic yeah. mean? Yeah. Don't worry yeah. about that, man. What does Hispanic mean? Because a friend of mine told me don't call me Hispanic. He said it sounds too much like spick. Oh, so I have no clue. Yeah. Hispanic. <laughs> is that what the government calls you? I mean, that's a, that's not actually. Ancient, I think the box is white when you click on it. You, they, they didn't have like it's like uh you know it's black. Oh, that's it's, another it's thing. Where are your grandparents uh, from? Mexico. Okay, yeah. so are you Mexican? Yes. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. See, because this term Hispanic is Hispanic. Oh. Hispic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I never even paid yeah, yeah, This is what your friend that's told what me. Say, yeah, he said, "Don't call me." He said, "Cause it sounds too much like his spit." Yeah. So I said Latino. It's a term that just came up that right after the, the Martin Luther King movement. <laughs> that's a good boy, Doctor Hill. You boy, beast. But you know what? We talked when I talked about self love, but you were talking about black love. One of the things I think. Is to be present. Mm-hmm. I think we're not present enough yeah. in our situation. Yeah. And uh, especially if you're dating, you know, a lot of times you can't focus on the relationship if you're kind of working on your backup plan or exit plan True. or strategy, <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> um, and I use my grandparents as an example, even though I feel like it's not even relevant anymore because they mm-hmm. were married for 63 years you know you got to start early my grandmother was 19 when they got married so yeah that's a long i wasn't even thinking about it's a long it's a long time but i think about a girlfriend at 19 (laughs) when you but even not as so much the years Mm -hmm. but the investment spiritually emotionally mentally physically you go through a lot with somebody just in 10 years Mm -hmm. 20 years um Mentally, the investment in the relationship of whatever comes mm-hmm. this way, we got it. Yeah. You know, I think that's the part that's missing so much today. Um, everybody's tolerance is so low because they living off of memes and, yeah. you know, they wake up with a feeling. Then you scroll and see a meme. That, yeah, yeah. That the whole thing. That quote what you thinking in the morning. So yeah, now you yeah, thinking yeah. like the meme and it's yeah. like yeah. you tripping. You know, you know, and another thing is that this is why it's important for us to know who we are. Yeah. Because yeah. in my case, if he does not turn me on intellectually, mm. spiritually. Yes revolutionary and it's nice that he can look nice too mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's more important that we connect intellectually and spiritually right. than he just fine all day long because he can be fine all day long but cannot hold a sentence with that brain absolutely yeah, and yeah, cannot yeah, yeah, yeah. you know <laughs> if he's not working to build a strong and conscious african nation he can keep on step yeah 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 so what do you I think agree. about um <clears throat> i'm jumping off track but dr yeah. umar you know how he says he doesn't respect any black man who dates or marries I, a white I, woman I'm sorry, I don't want to jump in first, but go and jump uh, in, bro. Go ahead. (laughs) I agree with him to a certain degree, but I think that people, I really just really, really found out who Umar Johnson was, Mm -hmm. and I've really been looking at him. Let me say not just, but like the last six months. Yeah. Because of what's going on with him and stuff like that, which is, wow, it's just funny. I'm like, why he has so much attention on on the things that he got going on. It's crazy. It's like people trying to tell him down or. Yeah. Or, or if he, or is he really conniving like everybody yeah. else? But I, I agree with him wholeheartedly. But I think that people, him getting all his backlash because he's not so receptive. He's not receptive at all. He, he, he's real cocky. He's real. He's a real articulated brother. I mean, mm-hmm. he's dude. You don't want to get in a word challenge with him or a no. battle with him it's at like all. Battling I mean, with Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I saw the little video with him in court. The judge and oh, the yeah. guy was scared of him. I was like, man, this dude really just put fear in people. But this is the thing about it, too, though. When you are a black man with a presence and then you have yeah, a yeah, mind, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's you scare why I be, everybody. I, I really be cool because I really, because people, one time somebody told me, man, that's how I found out about Umar because when I really turn it on, mm-hmm. people could people would really be like, man, you sound like just like this dude Umar Johnson. I'm yeah. like, and I saw him, I was like, nah, 
man, I don't want to be like that, nah, man. I want to be definitely don't. Yeah, yeah, be yeah, like yeah. That. I was like, <laughs> yeah. But but let me ask you now. But she okay. seen me talk. I mean, and I was gonna ask. Though, so with Doctor, do you, do you feel the same way? He's been to my space before. <laughs> um, here's the thing: is that if you're in the public eye, mm-hmm. be truthful. If you say something, be able to back it up. When I was in grad school, my advisor said that I would be under attack all the time. She said, so you can say whatever you want to say as long as you can back it up. When you make a blanket statement, somebody asks you a question about it, and if you respond in a negative, if you can't answer it. Mm -hmm. And some people prefer to be around people who are a little uneducated about who they are, and then you can tell them anything. Mm -hmm. But when you come across people who have self-knowledge and you make a comment, well, they expect you to be able to back it up. Oh, yeah. And so we <laughs> kind of come on the farm because, you know, we must hold each other accountable. Yeah. So if I tell you that I have this and this and this, and if I can't back it up, that makes me a liar. Right. Why should you trust me? Right. And, you know, so we just have to be correct all the time. And and if we do something, if we're in the public eye, we our behavior should reflect that. You know, mm, I'm yeah. not going to be out here with no a crackhead and I'm Dr. Safisha. Right. What, yeah. what, right. what would I look like trying right. to show you something positive, but I'm with old boy here on the block slanging? Yeah. Right. What's okay. the yeah. exact quote? Say it again. What was the quote about dating? Oh yeah! Oh, you didn't oh, see that? You didn't see? Man, I'm not mean, a I, fan. I, 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 oh no, no, he me, was just. Me, <laughs> I, I want to give. So like, I, I, see I really him, but agree I with him. Yeah. I, I, I don't agree seek with him. him out, so you, you know? feel like so? I really. You said you agree with him. So do you feel like? And the reason I ask this too, because I've heard this too. They'd be like, "Well, you're a certain type of black man. If you date a white woman, it's kind of like the things that you say would be discredited." And it's and, like, why do your words have to be discredited? If you're speaking truth about black people and you're black people and you're helping trying to move the movement forward, but your woman is white. Like my grand, my That's mama like used to Jesse say, Williams. my mom, yeah. my mama used to say this all the time. You cannot talk black and sleep white. Hmm. You cannot talk black and sleep white. Did she I, say why? Yeah, because of your your like he's like Umar Johnson said, like he said, your whole perspective of life. And if you going about talking black and talking for your people. You cannot go in and behind the scenes and date a white woman and not uplift and that's not uplifting your people. If yeah. you really fully for your people, you would think about you you wouldn't even think about a white woman or you wouldn't think about outside your race. Mm-hmm. You would think about that black woman. So you, what if you're what if you have experiences cuz like I've had I've heard stories from like other black men who love black women but throughout their life whether it was in high school and college or so on and so forth like they didn't get that attention or they were made fun of or or what you know, if you're biracial or, or like yeah colon yeah or Co- colon. well yeah, I colon, when I yeah. first went to college I uh I had long perm hair I cut off my perm hair mm-hmm. I wanted to have natural hair and I was like right at the turn of neo soul and everything mm-hmm. it was beautiful to be pro-black yeah. and I always said you know I would never date outside my race I didn't I, I always felt like Nobody could relate to me or understand me the way yeah. a black man could. Yeah. You know, being racially profiled. And that's you the know, same thing he said. That's the discriminated same thing he said, against. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, it? yeah. That's the same thing he said, actually, <laughs> for real. Like, seriously. Um, and I felt that way for years. I feel like a butt is coming. <laughs> However. <laughs> However. I, well, well, let me say this. <laughs> in my 30s now, as a single female yeah. and dating, um, and, I just, and this is a common conversation mm-hmm. that black women have if you don't know all the time, yeah. especially single black women, yeah. especially educated yeah, single black like, women, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and with our married black friends. Because yep. I have a, 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 a friend, she went to Xavier, she's a, a pharmacist and she's married and, you know, her and her husband were fortunate enough to meet, you know, in high school mm-hmm. and that's not everybody's experience. And I was explaining to her, I can't date who's not trying to date me. So if if I'm Mm. single Mm. and, you know, I'm making myself available, I don't know what I'm supposed to be signed up on every dating app or whatever. But, you know, in the world, if you're not encountering people that are actively interested and somebody comes along that's not black, that is. Yeah. Am I supposed to be like, no, I'm sorry, I'm saving myself for yeah. my and not Nubian e- king. And not even just that, like, not to be funny, one of the biggest issues we have, we got about 10 more minutes or so. Yeah. 
the 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 biggest the biggest one of the biggest issues from talking to other black men is the sex the lack of sexuality with black women. What I feel like. And, <laughs> man, and, what, what black women they been okay that's the question but there is a lack because you have so many black women that and mothers who have taught their daughters don't do this don't do that yes yeah, yeah, so like reserve and save stuff, yourself yeah. to marriage well, and it's like niggas ain't waiting to marriage for no pussy no well I'm not. Look, look, if you so, really yeah if you really love somebody you, I will, think, you will go through that with no, them, no. to be honest with you man i, 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 I would if somebody well, I, I, I need to know what i'm getting yeah. I, mean, I, I definitely but, agree no, no, no i mean like if you really if you really have a connection with somebody and you really you know y'all really well, trying to do things together but i would really love would make you go through that i'm not saying like i mean i'm dating i let's just say me let's just say me and you was dating for two years okay you never seen the dick you ain't never held it Tasted it, felt it, nothing. Ru- I ain't we get ru- walk we, past we ain't walk, brushed it, nothing. They ain't seen a shadow or a print in the gray sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get married. And then I take you to Jamaica or uh, Europe. That would be my and, scenario. And, and, then, I, and then we get ready to fuck. And then you be like, what I'm going to do with consummate. four inches? What you going to consummate? Yes. Okay. That's, that's fair. <laughs> Consummate. This Clean is the reality. Is I'm good. My kids want yeah. to watch. I'll, I don't think I'll, I'll believe it. I can believe it. Yeah, we're professional. It'll be. It can be believed. That's not a problem. So, but the point. You should have told me that. Before. It's okay. It's okay. You got a one. They listen but, to rap music. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, it's like. You ain't no real almost, brother. That's almost. Yeah, saying, I know, right? I know, right? That's almost setting you up for an okie doke. Yeah, you ain't um, no. You somebody because of the four inch penis. Uh, you ain't no you're real, real brother. brother. You're right. Yeah. Well, no, because I know an African that's from. Well, we yeah, 100%. African. No, you can say that on the white because that's. that's and Jesus. It's not. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, what do you do when you say, like, how would you feel about that? And then he couldn't please you, and maybe he felt a certain way, and he didn't. I mean, in every relationship, do you think that you're going to get pleased in every. No, nah, I done been through a lot of them where I had a See, lot of sex with women. No, 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 not sexually, not sexually, but I'm talking Y'all about in every aspect. It changes of, when you get old. But I dick ain't old right now. <laughs> but I'm old. Wait, let me answer. I'm speaking so, from two different sides. Just though. to answer Got your you. question, and we're gonna kind of touch back on okay. what he was thinking yeah, too. Yeah. So one of the things is, you know, when you want to form a deeper connection with somebody, to me, this generation is like, oh, first date. I need to see what's popping. No, hell no. We, you know, I can't rock like that. Especially having daughters. You know, yeah, I yeah, hold yeah. myself to a different. Uh, standard but I definitely think you know once you get to that point you know past the abstaining or whatever um, you definitely you want to have a mate that's gonna fulfill you on every level she made me wait a year hey that's good I I waited a year nigga wasn't waiting three four five years no I ain't you know I I think that's unrealistic a year is best that's tops yeah that's kind of hard that's kind of hard yeah yeah. to your point especially especially even if you're not uh, especially if you're fine that's kind of hard that's kind of hard you know what seriously childish that's kind of hard but if you love somebody you'll go through it even if size wise that's not meeting you know expectations I mean it's 2018 there's so many different options and availabilities and things when you're old it changed. Speaking from the elder. <laughs> because, from see, the, elder. the young brothers are not as as strong <laughs> when they hit 50 and 60. But they died like As they were when they were 20 and 30. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what is also important is, again, that intellectual and being <coughs> sexual touching. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people don't know just, I mean, for some women, something as basic as holding hands. Oh, yeah. You know, kiss on the cheek. Something can excite you. And also, check this out. Check out the ads now where you see the white male with the black female. It's a shitload of those. I just posted on Facebook. You see a lot of those. You do. You see a lot of those. It's like, but you know, you you see the bank ads. I'm like, what? Yeah, they got a lot. But, of that. but yeah, you know, don't right. see the brother with the white girl because that upsets white men too much. It right. does. And they know that. They know that. People yeah, still yeah, mad over that that Cheerio commercial. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. 
yeah, but yeah. everybody's good with the Bank of uh, Bank of America. So let me ask, let me ask you another question, Mike. I know you're sipping the Coke. <laughs> so with you being Mexican, we've already deemed that Hispanic is not uh, the way to go. Right. So with you, <laughs> I didn't know that. I wanted something yeah, You know what I'm saying? So with you being Mexican, do y'all have like some kind of interracial bias where it's like, hey, I'm Hispanic. We only date Hispanic. No, not in my family. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> I haven't even dated a Hispanic before. I'm sorry, uh, a Mexican. So you never dated a Mexican? Never, really? Never Mexican. Uh-uh. Mostly white girls? Mostly white girls are others. And, see, yeah. and it's easier right. for you to yeah, date yeah. white girls because yeah. anything yeah. lighter complected yeah. or a fine hair like yours, they can bring you home. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Me and Chris, they're going to be trying to get our DNA and all yeah, of that yeah. if we was to date a white woman. Yeah, it just know, right? Yeah. It's, gonna, it's, it's a feat. I don't, even, I don't even try. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a feat. <laughs> I don't Thank even. You. I don't even try. I've never tried. Now I won't I say. I, I'd be lying if I said I've never messed with a white I woman. Never tried. I have. I never tried. Now I didn't go looking because you don't have to go looking. You don't. They look for you yeah. and they seek you out. But the older I've gotten, I'm not. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm still not against dating white women if I feel a certain way. But black women are always and always will be my top priority. So my whole thing is about like I tell people. I've been through a lot of relationships with black women. Nothing bad to say about him. It just didn't work out when I was with him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, I'm never going to be that black guy that's like, fuck black women, black women. It's like, I don't understand when right. dudes yeah. get on wax, yeah. on shows, on social mm-hmm. media, and it's like you talking about black women. And then you only talking about maybe one bad black woman that you interacted with that you probably drew off your negative energy. Right. Yeah. So you cannot exactly. speak on all, you exactly. know, all black right, women. Right, yeah. I have white students who take my class. You do. I've and, been noticing that. And <laughs> they come out of my black power. I mean, so so. <laughs> what I would say oh, is man. is is that you know, there might be some white women who date black men who might know more about black history, and who might have a desire to be more connected to the black community yeah. than their men. Yeah. I've encountered that, that 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 there was someone, <laughs> and it's really interesting that 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 this white female has a stronger interest in black studies because what she understands, this is, this is what I can appreciate about white women who interact with black men, they know that they will have a black child. Wait, who mm-hmm. said that? You talking white, about white women? Yeah. White about, women yeah. who yeah, who date or marry with black men, <laughs> yeah. they who yeah. who have black children, yeah. they bring them to black spaces because they understand that they understand this child looks black, yeah. will be treated black. So they yeah. want to immerse their child in black culture mm-hmm. and to prepare them. I appreciate white, white women who think like that yeah. because they understand. Okay, you like appreciate like, white women that think like that. I do. Yeah. I ain't never heard you say because they will come to 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 black space in yeah. the black community and bring their black child who is yeah. You know, because they understand, well, this child looks black and will encounter things, so I want my child to, to understand know. this. But right. that's the thing about it. That's why I don't have an issue. I'm be, and this, Not to be funny, you saying that, that's why I personally don't have an issue with dating white women. Because in my experience, they're always, the ones I've dated, they've always been like, I want to understand, I want to know. You may not never understand like a black woman can, but the only, peop, only reason all this race shit going on is because of white men. Period. Mm. They're the ones... They are exactly. They are the ones who control the system that don't like this shit. Right. It ain't white women. Even if you watch movies, it ain't never. It's always the white women who are loving on the black people, the mammy or whatever, whatever. It's the black. It's the white dude. Is like, don't let them read. Don't do this. Don't do that. It ain't never been white women. Don't go too don't far let because them confuse the casual you, killing uh, exactly, yeah. is hold about on. those white women killing those <laughs> black well, know, Of course, it's, they it's, got it's, a lot of jealousy yeah. when it comes. It is to... part. I'm not saying it's not parts, but I, <laughs> and I also want to address like black dudes who act like white women are just better. Them, I say it all the time. Black women can ruin your day. White women will ruin your life. Mm. It's a difference. If a, white, if a black woman call the police and say, my husband won't leave. They going to come and may take him to jail. A white woman call and say, my husband won't leave. They going to take the nigga and put him under the jail. They going to mm. kill him. Yeah. Or, yeah, or that. She can so say, it is risk. A black man took my children and, and drove them and drove them in the, the water. And yeah. every black man in Mississippi will be stopped. Yeah. And we like, but these brothers ain't trying to take their own children. They, they sure ain't trying True. to take no <laughs> white, yeah. white, white children right. anyway. You crazy. Yes. So before we wrap it up, uh, Chris, tell them where they can find you at on social media. Oh, man. Um, Christopher C. Petrie, Facebook, um, Instagram, Petrie13, uh, Twitter, uh, Sir uh, Bookman, that's B O U K M A N. Uh, I actually got that from uh, the Haiti Revolution. Yeah. Uh, that, that guy, it's a guy, Dada Bookman, who, who taught uh, basically. Uh, who kind of revolutionary the Haitian revolution as far as them getting 
smarter at warfare because he always uh, read. So that's why they call him Booker. Yeah. So that's that's the name that I, I took on Twitter uh, with that. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's my social media most definitely. Yeah. Where can we find you, Adia? Um, Instagram, absolutely, Adia underscore. Uh, Facebook is the Adia D I A, and my last name is D E H. You're looking to get into podcasting too, right? Yeah. Uh, sure. <laughs> you seem unsure. You gotta be sure when you're getting into it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A consistent We're trying to business. do a, a lot of different things this year. So. Yeah. Get there. You get there. Doctor Hill, where can they find you at? On Facebook, Doctor Safisha's Black Study Forum. Also, the Active Change. We will start our free, I say free, mm-hmm. community Black Studies courses beginning Mondays, February 19th. And so uh, that's uh, 3200 South Lancaster Road, across from Rudy's Chicken, y'all. If y'all know about Oak Cliff, uh, in Lancaster King's Shopping Center on the backside, uh, the active change. And we also have a number of, of, of programs. And uh, just come check us out. All right, man. Well, uh, I went blank. Y'all can find me on Instagram. <laughs> uh, so be sure to keep up with all things The Reality Is by going to www.therealityis.com. Also, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Anchor, Facebook. You can also listen to previous podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, SoundCloud, Player.fm, Player.fm, Listen Notes, and more. If you would like to be a guest on the show or you would like us to answer some of your questions from our perspective, be sure to email us at info at therealityis.com. That's T-H-A, the reality is, or give us a call and leave a message at 469 351 nine six eight one and we'll be sure to answer your questions on upcoming episodes last but not least be sure to give us a rating or review on whatever platform you listen to the podcast on we don't care if it's a good review we don't care if it's a bad review we just want to hear from you and always remember man inhale courage to excel success dear thank you for coming out chris thank you for coming out we'll be catching up again yeah dr hill black power should i go back and get my master's degree yes you should because i'll stay on you until you do but what if i mean do i get the job to pay for it do i yes yes but yeah, what if you don't want to stay bro. at your job for three years? Get it. Hey, bro, that's By what I'm doing. I'm taking my time with it. Yeah, I'm taking my time with it. All right. Yeah, don't be 50 and say, I wish I would have. Yeah, yeah that's true. Wish you, wish you would have, could have. Yeah. All right, man. We'll catch y'all on next week, man. Y'all be blessed. Say if you and your wife, Madeline, were treated just like mine, all the anchors on ABC Nightline would speak about white crime. We'd see videos every night of handcuffed white boys in the nighttime. Hope you know how to fight crime. 911's no longer your lifeline. That's a ticket to a sale. White nigga, I wish you well. Remember never kiss and tell, or take a sip from the stitching wheel. And you were Mr. Zinfandale. The lawns and picket fences, soccer moms and Christmas presents. Goodbye to Martha's Vineyard, you in the rougher spot here. Reflect on how you got there. The law had you in crosshair Stop and frisk your kids Playing street hockey In lacrosse gear Son was barely even selling But when he returns The whole suburb Will brand him as a felon Can't get no job He can't vote Family names a shame Though he was targeted We forced him to take the blame As all the blacks Just walk past With their yoga mats Eating their kale Like all's well In the cul-de-sac To harass them Last week of the month They seeking the young Sweeping them up in the wagon And in the subway Every day White girls arrested at random Cops looking for pills Mother be popping So many she never gagging Her life is lagging Wifey has been quite antagonistic Titty sagging Kids are nagging Acting like some bitches Do some dishes or something Husband used to do them Yeah, but he's rarely there Got various business affairs Busy with affairs And she's got her would-be career Percocets are near Some dry gin or Vicodin she could have predicted that the feds would come for her just like for him, but she was addicted. The biggest fiends today are white women, middle aged, middle class. As you know, twas the same when they blaze opium back in Jim Crow. Okie doke, smoky smoke, and she need that dopey dope just to cope. But they'd rather see her in those orange clothes. Where's the hope for the white nigga?
They caught you while you were knocked down for the count, and now they coming for you. Make sure you hide your daughter. Her skin is lighter, eyes are bluer, plus her hair is blonder. They know for killing those children, and they'll just get acquitted. Claiming the girl is armed, though they know damn well she isn't. That's why some girls are picking up the heat, and that leads to all the white on white grind blood in the streets. Suddenly, there's a. They kicking the door, knocking over your golf clubs, popping your dog up in the mug, spilling your Napa Valley wine all over all your Persian rugs. Now her blood is boiling. They rush her while she flushing all her drugs down the toilet. White bitches. White bitches. Is it time for a new heating and cooling system? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services and Carrier today and get 0% financing for 18 months on a new heating and cooling system. Get the comfort you deserve from Griffith Energy Services and Carrier. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today for this and other exclusive offers. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Sweating in bed keeping you up at night? Whoa, get your mind out of the gutter. This isn't that kind of commercial. You need the cooling power of Purple, the mattress that is. It's comfort reinvented thanks to the Purple Grid. It allows air to flow through, so you sleep cool and comfortable all night long. And it flexes and cushions no matter what position you sleep in. Hmm, maybe it is that kind of commercial. Anyway, save up to $400 on select Purple mattresses and bedding bundles. Get yours at purple.com slash sleep in. Terms apply.